When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Mo Hamilton joins us now uh, on 98.7 ESPN to talk some NBA. Mo, good morning. Good morning. How are you? Yeah, good, good morning. Yeah, yeah. Time, time flies when you're having fun, man. That's why our, our, our spots seem to go by so quickly, you know? <laughs> <laughs> they do. They do. Um, all right, let's dive into it. Uh, let's talk about this Knicks team. Unfortunately, Mo, as we know, they've lost three straight. Uh, they've lost to the Clippers yesterday, one hundred six to ninety five. Team is just not the same with Brunson, even though quickly is averaging twenty three points, seven assists, and five rebounds a game. Uh, your your thought on the uh, no Brunson situation for this Knicks Knicks squad? You know, Anita, as as the kids would say, it be like that. You know, like if you when when you have somebody playing at the level of of Jalen Brunson. You know, someone who by all indications and all measures should have certainly been an all-star this past season. When you take him off the court, you know, it's going to have a a domino effect. Um, You know, certain guys are going to be playing out of the role that they're most comfortable. And then particularly what I I noticed, I mean, you know, we're not really about moral victories. Neither is, is Tom Thibodeau, right? But each of the last three games they've lost, you know, they've been close. They've all come down to the wire. Um, you know, maybe the Clippers ran away from them a little bit at the end, but the Knicks were in each of those contests. And if you go back to, to that nine game win streak that they had, they were in similar situations. And very often it was Jalen Brunson that would make a big shot or at a minimum would make a play that would have a ripple effect that would help the team get a big basket. So, you know, it's just unfortunate that, that he got hurt. Um, fortunately for the Knicks, they did build themselves a little bit of a cushion by virtue of that nine-game win streak. So if they have a rough stretch, you know, when we spoke last week, I kind of pointed to this this stretch right now where they're in the middle of a stretch where they're playing six out of eight games on the road, including that very, very tough four-game road trip, which is somewhat unforgiving. You know, you look at it and all of a sudden they have another, they have a quick turnaround and they have the Lakers tonight. You know what I mean? So... It's a tough trip. It's unfortunate that, that they've lost three in a row. Um, but injuries happen in the league, and you know, hopefully they can find a way to compete against Anthony Davis and the suddenly surging Lakers tonight to, to kind of end this thing at three and not let it get too far out of control. You know, I'm, just, I'm, I'm looking at Julius Randle, right? 5-24 uh, yesterday against the Clippers, 18-63 in this three-game losing streak. And so obviously he's struggling. And in looking at his play, right. and curious to get your thoughts on this, smoke, like I just I think he's trying to do too much, right? Like basketball is all about a game coming to you. And without Brunson there, you know, like at times he's trying to play the point, and and therefore you know he's 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 forcing he's he's you know turning the ball over because he obviously he doesn't he doesn't have as great a handle, right? He's not taking smart shots. He's forcing it. I think that because there's so much pressure here. And I want to believe that Julius Randle does feel like, you know, he's he's the leader or co-leader of this team. And without Brunson on the court, I think he's forcing it. I don't, you know, I, I still think Julius Randle is having a phenomenal season. 
I just think he's putting too much pressure on himself, and because of that, I think he's making poor choices. What say you? Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's certainly a valid observation, and it, it, in in some respects, it's to be expected that if the number, I mean, maybe you, you think Brunson is the number one guy, right? But I don't really think you can say that he and, and Randall aren't one and one and two, you know, one A, one B, whatever you want to call it. So I think most players, if they see their co-star go down, they're going to kind of take it upon themselves to say, hey, you know, I'm going to have to go out there and pick up the slack a little bit. And the Knicks probably have enough depth to the point where Randall shouldn't feel the need to force it. Uh, But at the same time, you know, other guys need to step up. You know what I mean? So, you know, you, you look, you look at some of these past contests and, you know, you see RJ Barrett has had one or two uh, pretty decent performances, but I mean, against the Clippers yesterday, you know, RJ didn't, didn't really chip in as much as you probably would have expected him since Brunson was out of the lineup. And I think that's, Probably, that's probably where I would focus on. Well, not to completely absolve Randolph of uh, of Rand, Randolph, not to completely absolve Julius Randall of his shortcomings. But at the end of the day, Nita, I think that we've seen in today's NBA, you know, you need three to three and a half steady hands to help you be an elite team in this league. You know, and uh, I think the Knicks has two of them. I think that you can say that that Brunson and Randall are definitely one A and one B, like I said. But the question is, like, who who's going to be that third guy on a night to night basis that's going to show up and it's going to give you an efficient fifteen to eighteen points and help you make some big plays down the stretch for the Knicks when they get that kind of contribution from Manuel quickly and he's the third guy? It almost makes him unbeatable. And then there have been nights where where R.J. Barrett has been that third guy. So I think some of this is just growing pains because when you grow to rely on Jalen Brunson the way you have and then you take him away, the rest of the troops have to figure out what their totem pole is going to look like when Brunson is not on the floor. So who's going to be the second guy? Who's going to be the third guy? And I think that it's more about just chemistry and it's more about Tom Thibodeau figuring out what his rotations are going to look like when Brunson isn't out there. So. Yeah, I give Randall maybe 40% of the blame. I look at him because he is the star player on this team. But at the same time, I think there are a lot of other issues at play here as well. Um, by the way, when Quickly and Josh Hart are on the, are, are on the court together, <coughs> excuse me, the Lakers are shooting 54% from the field. Just throwing that out there. Uh, as you said, later on tonight, 9 p.m. 9 p.m. Eastern time. What, what, a, what an exciting night we have right now let's be honest we've got selection sunday we've got the 95th edition of the oscars and at nine o'clock tonight the knicks are taking on the lakers the lakers are at home they're favored by two and a half the over under is 225 and a half this is a lakers team they're five and two uh, without lebron they've won three straight they're shooting 56 percent from the field especially that's what they did against toronto the other night and even though ad has been fantastic uh since lebron is inactive and not attractive they got D'Lo back and he put up 28 points I think this is going to be some tough sledding I don't think the Knicks do well here I'll lay the points with the Lakers what say you I would probably what did you say the spread was I know you said the over was like two two two, two and a half so the Lakers the Lakers are laying two mm-hmm. and a half mm-hmm. I, I I would <laughs> I, feel, I feel I feel a little bad but I think I probably would take the Lakers at two and a half um, I think that's probably a good bet 
Um, and I mean, like like you said, they've been playing well lately. But the biggest the bigger thing to me is that you know the Lakers are developing chemistry. Um, and the biggest thing is like now they look up and they see themselves in the ninth seed, right? And it was funny because just maybe a few weeks ago, and certainly when LeBron got hurt, when they're down there in 12th, you're like, oh man, their goose is cooked. But that's how it is in the Western Conference, you know. Like even right now, they're only one game back in the loss column behind the fifth seeded Clippers. So it's certainly possible, maybe even likely, depending on who you ask, that they're going to eventually climb their way out of the, the play-in scenario, which is where they find themselves now as the ninth seed in the Western Conference. But the bottom line is when I, when I watch these guys play, I now see a team that believes in itself, and I see a team that believes it's playing for something. You know what I mean? Like they're not just going through the motions. They're not just playing games so that LeBron, your favorite player in the world, can, can surpass Kareem. You know what I mean? Like they're actually believing, <laughs> they're actually believing in themselves, and they're they're believing that that they have a shot at this thing. And right. aside from that, as you mentioned, D'Angelo Russell's back in the lineup now. So, so yeah, I think I think the, I think I like the Lakers at two and a half. Sorry, sorry, Knicks fan, but I, I apologize, man. Nita made me do it. All right, how about but, that? Hey, no, listen, we're, we're not here to sugarcoat anything. We're here to help people win some money. All right, I mean, let, we're yeah, not gonna blow yeah. smoke. Am I, uh, let, let's right. come on now. Um, this is a, just going I'm forward. The tweets I get to you though. Okay. Any, any tweet, I'm going to make sure you copied in on it. Cause I'm going to be getting them oh. all day now. <laughs> there you go. There you go. All right. Uh, let's go from Manhattan to Brooklyn, this Nets team, or I should say, let's go from Manhattan to Brooklyn to Denver, this Nets team. They're in Denver taking on the nuggets. Number one team in the West. Um, tip off is at three 30. So, uh, the Nets are getting nine and a half. The over under is two thirty and a half here. Um, the Nuggets, they're 30-5 and five at home. Here are my two plays in this one, Moak. Jokic, a triple-double. He's got, he's got 26 triple-doubles this season. If this dude doesn't win the MVP, I'm sorry. Something is wrong uh, with, with the universe. Um, 19 of the 26 have been at home. So, uh, so I, I've got a Jokic triple-double, which, by the way, you could get that at plus money. It's at plus 105. Anytime you could get a Jokic triple-double at plus money, considering he has 26 on the season, is pretty ridiculous. Um, also, this is a Nets team, pretty small, right? Um, I do like Bridges over 24.5 points. On Friday, he put up 34 against the T-Wolves. He has put up 30 in five of his last seven. So those are my two plays. How do you think this game, do you think the, Net, the Nets have been uber impressive even without Katie and Kyrie, I, I, you know, they've impressed me. They've gone above and beyond. I think that they can compete and contend to try to stay in that top six. We'll see what happens. Still plenty of game to be left to, to, to be played. Um, plenty of season, I should say, left to be played. Uh, your thoughts on this Nets-Nuggets matchup? I think, I think it'll be fun. And, and I, think I'll, I think maybe I'll go against you here. Maybe I'll cut against Green with the, with the Jokic triple-double. Um, it's obvious that you know he's playing. He's playing some amazing basketball, and I'm I'm just happy. I'm happy that I don't have a vote because I, as great as Jokic has been, you know I think I could make the argument that Joel Embiid has been almost as great, um, which is funny because that's kind of been the case for like the past two years now, right? So I feel I feel kind of bad for Embiid. Uh, he's becoming a bridesmaid to uh, Jokic's uh, trip. Tri- Triple double farm that he's uh, building building up over there in Denver. Um, but as far as today's game. I mean, I you know I've I've taken some Jokic triple double action um, myself over the course of the season, and it never seems like a bad bet. And you're right when you get plus money on it, it, it certainly seems intriguing. The only thing about it that 
that makes me think you're not crazy for not taking it. So suddenly the Nets are surging, right? The Nets have won four out of their last five. But aside mm-hmm. from that, Anita, you know, in, in order to get the triple-double, like you, you, your offense has to be humming, right? Like you need those assists. And perimeter defensively wise, that's a term that I just made up. Perimeter defensively wise, the Nets are not really turn styles every night. But aside from that, you know, Nick Claxton um, has put together a, a tremendous campaign. And defensively, he's not he's not going to be giving Jokic anything. You know what I mean? So uh, what, what I mean by that is he's not going to be yielding to Jokic. Like, he's going to have to work for it, you know? And um, Jokic, I will say, has made fools out of better defenders over the course of the season. But if you're asking me whether, you know, Mikel Bridges and, and Nick Claxton and the other perimeter stalwarts that, that the Nets have can maybe keep Yoke away from those 10 triple-doubles, I would say, or 10 assists, I would say that it's possible. So, uh, so I'm going to cut against the grain here. I'm going to check back in with you tonight. We'll see if the man did end up with the triple-double this evening, I should say. We'll see if he ended up with it. But um, I give the Nets a puncher's chance here in this contest. Um, I'd be interested in knowing what the spread was. I probably would take the Nuggets either way, but I wouldn't be surprised to see Jokic end up without notching those 10 assists and getting his triple-double. So how about that? I like it. Moke Hamilton joining us here on 98.7 ESPN. Always great having you on uh, on Sunday morning, Moke. Thank you so much. Enjoy, enjoy the rest of your Sunday fun day. Enjoy Selection Sunday. Um, enjoy the 95th edition. Are you going to be watching the Oscars tonight? Maybe. Maybe it's possible. We'll see what the misses are. I got some errands and, and a honey-do list I got to complete. And let's see how far behind I am on it and see if I can make the time, you know? That's right. You're a daddy these days, right? So what, what is it? Every is, is it is it every Sunday? Every Sunday? It's it's a honey-do? Pretty much. Is that how that, is that, how that works? Sunday. I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, got, you get the list made over the course of the week, and then you just knock one or two things off as the days go by. And by the time Sunday comes, yeah, you might have a good four or five things left on it. I'm still learning, though. I'm still learning, you know. I own dogs. I don't own children. Uh, by the way, so really so really interesting, the 95th anniversary of the Oscars is tonight. Everything, everywhere, all at once, which, by the way, I, I hate to say this. Like, I started watching it. I fell asleep. I didn't complete it. Uh, they are favored to win Best Picture. Here's, here's your long shot, The Fablemans. This is, this is Steven Spielberg's story. And you know, you know how those folks over there in Tinseltown, the Oscars, you know how they love them some Spielberg. 30 to 1. Thir- you know you could wager on this. 30 to 1, Moke, that the Fablemans pull the upset with Steven Spielberg. You heard, you heard it here first. You heard it here first, Moke. So, so that's, that's what we're going with? That's what we're going with? All right, I'm going to make sure. I'm going I'm to put, put five on it, like, like the Louis said. Five. <laughs> I'm going to put five on it. <laughs> Moke, you have a great day. Enjoy your Sunday fun day. All right, thanks a lot. You got it. 800-919-3776. Knicks fans, what say you? We'll take your call. Concern on a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being like the most concerned. How do you, where do you stand right now? X-rays came back negative with Brunson. He's got a bruised foot. Obviously, him out of this lineup, no bueno. The Knicks have lost three. Uh, you've got the Heat on their coattails. Three games back. You don't want the Knicks to fall. Uh, boy, has the tide changed, right? Like, earlier this week, I'm I'm talking about how man, maybe the Knicks are going to push the Cleveland Cavaliers to jump into that fourth spot. Now they're behind the Nets. 
They're sitting at six. The Heat are coming after them. On a scale of one to 10, how concerned are you? 800-919-3776. We'll get your calls next right here on 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. 800-919-3776. My good friend Paul Dottino just texted me and he said, how dare you you leave Elvis? (laughs) How dare I leave Elvis out of the Academy Awards? Uh, Again, 95th edition tonight. Everything, everywhere, all at once is favored. It's like, you've got to, I don't know, you've got to lay a ton of money down. It's it's like minus fourteen hundred. Yeah. Okay. No, thank you. Uh, so you want to you want to pick a, a, a somebody outside who's going to shock the world, right? Um, Banshees. I haven't. Have you guys seen that? Uh, no. I Joe? have not seen that, and quite frankly, I don't think I've ever heard of Banshees. To be honest, although to be fair, like if I ever choose to watch the Oscars, I probably wouldn't know half the movies that are being nominated anyway. 
you know, and you're absolutely right. So I'm just going to go down the list really quick. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Again, uh, they're, they're expected to like sweep the Oscars tonight. They're supposed to win everything from like best picture, um, to, um, best actress, best supporting actress, blah, 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 blah. Uh, all quiet on the Western front. Never saw it. Never heard of it. The Banshees. I have seen it. I want to say it's like, it's either on Netflix or it's on Prime, or it's on one of those things that we pay money for, extra money for. I have not watched it yet. Maybe it's on Apple. I don't know. Uh, Top Gun Maverick, I did see. I liked. Is it worth Best Picture? Absolutely not. Um, The Fablemans, I think, and I have not seen it. I heard it's good. It's Spielman's, like, real-life story. Um, so, you know, he wrote the screenplay, he directed it. There's a lot of big names, a lot of big actors and actresses in this 30 to one. This, and it's, it's so typical Hollywood, right? That Fablemans could pull the upset because it's Spielberg. I'm just saying, I'm, I'm putting $5 on it. <laughs> I'm like, what's five? It can't even buy a, a coffee at Starbucks with your $5. Um, Tar with Blanchett. 50 to 1. Uh, Paul Elvis is uh, is 65 to 1 to win Best Picture. Avatar, The Way of the, the Way of Water, I did see that and I saw it in 3D. I thought it was excellent. Is it worth Best Picture? No, it is not. Women Talking did not. Triangle of Sadness, I did not. I don't even know. So, uh, you guys, did you guys watch? So, I've only, I've only seen two of these. Have you guys seen any of them? Uh, my answer to that is... No. Okay. I've seen Top Gun and uh, Avatar as well. Uh, I was going to watch every Everything Everywhere All at Once last night. I chose to watch the Mountain West Championship game instead. <laughs> Go Iona! Um, <laughs> you're so funny. Yeah, I thought you said... you. That's right. You and Harvey produced the show yesterday. You said you were going to watch it to get ready for tonight. I was going to watch it. I, I decided to watch the about an hour of TPC and then the Mountain West Conference before the Iona. I was going to watch it before the Iona game, but I decided to watch golf and mm-hmm. college. Good for you. Instead. Look at you. I, I, did you watch golf before working with me, or have I have have I turned you on to the PGA Tour? Oh no, my grandparents started me very very young watching. Yeah, golf. ditto, ditto, ditto. Um, yeah, my, I I pretty much grew up spending a lot of time with my grandparents and uh and that was the thing on the weekend my grandfather and I would sit and we'd watch the Pete and I'm obviously a little bit older than you Joe so um only <laughs> so slightly we, not so much so we would slightly. just slightly so you know we'd be watching Chichi Rodriguez and Lee Trevino and Jack and Gary and Arnie and so uh so that that was that was a lot of fun but um I will get you those that are in contention uh, aren't teeing off until around 12.30, 12.45 today. So I will get you some, hopefully, some winners that you could wager on in regard to the final round of the Players' Championship happening happening at TPC Sawgrass down there in Ponte Vedra, Florida. Beautiful weather conditions today. So uh, I've got some some stats for you and some plays heading into that. So hang tight. Quick break. We come back. Cynthia Freeland, good friend of mine. You see her all over the NFL Network will be joining us. We'll find out the latest. What is she hearing? about Aaron Rodgers coming to the Jets. Uh, We'll dive into that next, and we'll continue to take your calls. 800-919-3776. Nina Marks with you on this Sunday fun day here on 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 
ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And... Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Cynthia Freeland from the NFL Network joins us now on 98.7 ESPN. Cynthia, good morning. Good morning. How you doing? Good morning. I'm great. Thank you. How are you? Well, we all are on Rogers watch out here on the East Coast. Um, you know, we're, uh, we've, we've got our phones in hand. We're, we're, every second we're checking Adam Schefter's tweet <laughs> along with others. That's right. Like waiting to hear. Um, with that being said, listen, uh, you, you, you work in the hub, you're at the NFL network. What are you hearing, Cynthia Freeland? Same thing as you. So interesting. Cause I don't even think like, I think maybe Aaron doesn't even know yet. <laughs> I don't think it's, I don't think it's a done deal. I think that this, they said yesterday, the structure, there's some structure in place for what a potential trade would look like because they're waiting on Aaron's kind of Aaron's word. So, I, I mean, I got to believe that's true. Did you, um, did you see the video that came out yesterday? Apparently Aaron is hosting a flag football game out there in California. I don't know. Maybe you played in it. You know, you are a celebrity. Brandon Marshall filmed a video uh, via I Am Athlete. And um, in a few things... Aaron said in that, uh, that, that is really interesting. Um, he said, stay tuned. It won't be long. There is a time limit here. And as we know, Monday at noon, uh, you know, free agency starts both. I, I believe the green Bay Packers and the jets want to know what their cap space, you know, offers and provides for them. As we know, the, J- the jets don't even have a center on their roster. There's some talk and speculation that they might go after Jamal Williams. Not sure if they could afford him if they do get Aaron Rodgers. But nonetheless, do you feel that we will hear something before noon tomorrow? I do. I I don't think he's trying to hold everyone captive. I think that, you know, I I don't think he's trying to, like, there's a lot of things you can say about Aaron Rodgers, but 
good. I, I hope it's an annual fanfare thing that we see with him because it feels like it might be. But I think he's. I think he's going to make the decision, and you know, and then we'll move on with free after that. So I think today, early tomorrow. Um, what what do you think what what do you think the holdup is, Cynthia? Do you think it's it's you know that he has to you know he's going to be uplifting, uprooting his life that all he really knows is Green Bay when it comes to work, heading out here to the the the, the East, you know, new franchise, new organizational culture, really having to recommit. I mean, if he comes here, Cynthia, he's gonna have to participate in OTAs. He he can't he can't continue to to dance to the beat of the drum that he has uh, with the Green Bay Packers the last few years. Do you think that's 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 really where it is for him right now? I mean, maybe, but I think it's also a, a matter of like like we saw last year and the year prior. Like there are some people that Aaron's close with that he wants to include, right? He wants you know you saw him bring Randall Cobb for for example back to Green Bay. Now, while I don't necessarily think it's that like specifically right with those specific people i think there are a number of things he probably wants to ensure and have happen and you know it's probably a matter of like can those deals get done like what's the like what is what is re, what's realistic how's it going to feel because i think he cares more about the experience than he does like you know the, the whole experience as opposed to like money or you know, i don't think money is his main thing anymore you know right and listen, you you know this Jets organization well, right? Like Woody, Joe D, uh, Sala, Nathaniel Hackett. I want to say there was somebody else who jumped on a jet, no pun intended, flew out west, met with him. <laughs> you know, do do you feel they they made a good pitch? I mean, listen, and, and and let me let me also add that since that plane trip, the Jets have shaved twenty three million dollars off their cap space. They redid deals with DJ Reed, Conklin, Tomlinson, Uzama. Uh, they cut Barrios. So it, it just, with this video, along with what the Jets have been trying to do in regard to creating more cap space, to me, it looks like this is going to get done. But again, you know this Jets organization. Do you think this would be a good fit for Aaron? I mean, it's a really attractive team. Like, it, it kind of sells itself. Like, this is a young, up-and-coming team. Obviously, like the the one thing that they can't control that stinks is the AFC is just like a ton harder than the NFC. It just it just is. But there's nothing they can do to control that. I don't think it has anything like the Aaron's decision will have nothing to do with the fact that like you know this is a good Jets team. And I also think that them clearing cap space isn't really indicative of too much because they're going to need to get a quarterback somehow anyway, right? Like they're like so the cap situation you always want to be. I actually think Joe Douglas is really masterful at like creating the right situation for all free agency. So I don't take that as necessarily like too much of a signal of anything other than that he's just a really prudent leader. But I do think that it, like I said, this team sells itself. Like there's great pass catchers. They're young. There's some, like it, it seems like it's really like it's an exciting situation. But the only thing is, remember he he talks about MVPs and all those stuff. Like you can. I don't. It's uh, it's a lot harder to win like the big things in the AFC than it is to win in the NFC. Just there's just way better quarterbacks just in general, and that's a much better you know coming from the NFC North, which is very achievable. Even even though the Bears made a great trade, like it's very achievable as opposed to the AFC where <laughs> you get to the playoffs and you still get guys like Joe Burrow and Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen. Even you know again, so that's the only uh, by. 
by the way, the AFC East futures bets here. Uh, right now, the Jets yesterday, because I hosted yesterday, Cynthia, the Jets were plus 250. They're at plus 225 mm-hmm. right now. So uh, w- with the news and, and what's happening, um, interesting to see if news breaks today and he does announce that he's coming here. Uh, interesting to see where that falls to. But right now, if you're a Jets fan and you're confident, you're reading the tea leaves and you're feeling confident that Aaron Rodgers is going to come here, Jets right now to win the division, plus 225. You talk about the conference in regards to the AFC, the Chiefs still favored at plus 350, the Bills at plus 425, Bengals at 5-1, to one. that's where my money's rolling, and the Jets are up there fourth. They're ahead of the Chargers. They're ahead of the Ravens. They're ahead of the Jags. They're, they're sitting there at plus 850. So with that being said, any, any of those two entice you, Cynthia Freeland? I mean, look, if, if you want to be, if you're a huge, if you're a huge Jets fan and you want to like have some fun, like just for $10, it's a great like way to like love it. Right. You know, it's, it's a fun, it's a fun Jets bet. I think, you know, all together, this is way too early of a time. Like I'm a banker. I look at things in the way of like a, a banker, my risk management. Sure. You could, you could put some, you can put some, some trades on right here and try to cover yourself later with once we know more in free agency, but you know, this one's like these are pure like do you love it type of situation. If the answer is yes, why not? Eight fifty. That's that's a really nice return on investment. Absolutely. Um, let's let's look bigger picture here. Let's just say hypothetically speaking, Cynthia, this doesn't work out, and Aaron either decides to retire or he goes back to Green Bay. It doesn't sound like Green Bay really wants him. That's a whole other story. Uh, but but uh, if if the Jets have to pivot, um. You know, there's Lamar Jackson out there. We know the situation, right? Like, you, you offer Lamar Jackson a, a contract. If the Ravens don't match it, you've got to give up two first-round draft picks. Can Lamar fit in New York with the Jets with Nathaniel Hackett as their offensive coordinator? I say no. Uh, there's Jimmy Garoppolo. There's Ryan. There's the potential of Ryan Tannehill. There's Baker Mayfield. There's Jacoby Brissett. Uh, what, what, what do you think the Jets do uh, for game plan two if this doesn't work out with Aaron Rodgers? I think Jimmy Garoppolo is the next best option. I don't think, first of all, the price for Lamar Jackson is way too high. The Ravens are really smart. Like, that was a, like, obviously, Ravens are very smart. That was a very incredibly, I, I just feel like the, the Jets are so much closer than to give up so much equity in the future. So I think you take a Jimmy Garoppolo, but you don't sign him to a Derek Carr deal. You know, like, that's a, that Derek Carr deal is too big. That was too many years. I think you take a Jimmy Garoppolo and you do a more meager contract with the idea that, like, with lots of incentives for the upside, but not a lot of, you know, risk on the, on the downside. That's, to me, the next best option because the, the type of guy that we've seen Jimmy Garoppolo be is, like, really reliable. Yes, okay, sometimes injured, but I still think, like, that's uh, – you've got to imagine there's some luck involved in that, too, or, or unluck, I guess, would be involved in that one, too. Cynthia Freeland joining us here on 98.7 ESPN. You can see her all over the NFL Network. Um, and I'm sure we'll have you on time and time again as we get closer to the NFL draft because you and I are, are big geeks when it comes to that. Before I let you go, let's talk wide receivers for just a quick second. OBJ, Odubakum Jr. Um, strutted his, his stuff this week in Arizona. There were a number of teams that were there on hand. The Bills, the Giants, the Jets, the Patriots, the Ravens. The, the, the Cowboys were not there, which I find pretty interesting. But nonetheless, Kansas City, there's a lot of talk and speculation that Kansas City is, a front, is, is the front runner in that clubhouse to land OBJ. 
kind of frightening him with Kadarius Tony with with uh, <laughs> Mahomes. But what? So I guess just twofold here. Number one, did you hear anything about the workout? I heard that he's put on a lot of size, a, a, a lot of muscle. And number two, where do you think OBJ goes? I think I, I, first off, the thing that I'm that I feel confident in is I heard that the workout was actually good, not like rumor good. You know, like you know they 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 we have some plants sometime in the NFL. And it's like oh he looks great, blah 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 blah. Without seeing it, the people I trust, the scouts, people who are paid to do this, they said. It looks really good, healthy. His, you know, they care about like his his knees and obviously in his hips. So, like, heard that speed is good, but also speed with more muscle is is kind of what has happened, which is ideal for OBJ, meaning he could probably go where he wants. I, you know, what's funny is people keep forgetting like the Panthers need to figure some stuff out. They have like no wide receivers on their on their on their list right now. So while I don't feel confident, and I think. We are low-key forgetting about Carolina as a space where a wide receiver will be highly coveted in free agency because they're not going to be able to pick, um, you know, pick in, in the draft like some high guy, right? Like, they, sure, they're picking, you know, they'll pick their quarterback, but then what? <laughs> Second and third round wide receiver, okay, that's who you're going to have this brand-new quarterback throwing to. Seems like a place for a veteran who looks pretty good, who has some speed, and is a good catch-and-run guy. Just saying, you know? I hear you. I just don't know if Odell is going to go to a team that isn't ready to win now. He's all about, he knows that, that father time is not on his side and he's very injury prone. And so I, I think he will only go to a team that's going to give him the best opportunity to try to win another ring. Who wins the NFC South though? Who wins the NFC South though? You think Derek Carr is a solution for the Saints? Cause I, I don't know. I think Carolina is pretty, it sounds crazy, but they've got a pretty good defense and that is, they do have put, a good defense. A lot of teams, yeah, put a lot of teams in the NFC South, and I mean playoff eligible. Like it, it's very interesting. That 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 division is the most fascinating one for me because you know until like three days ago, they, no one was the starting quarterback. No one, all four teams. Before I let you go again, I just want to stick on the on the wide receiver talk here because the Giants obviously need some. <laughs> For Daniel Jones, especially since they now they have invested in him for the next three to four years. Brandon Ayuk is a name that is out there right now. Social media, somebody put up him in a Giants uniform and he liked it. Uh, so that's where that's flowing from. Uh, Miko Hardman, Thielen was let go by the Minnesota Vikings. Gabe Davis's name has come up. Uh, of course, there's always the the opportunity of Odell Beckham Jr. coming back home to New York. Uh, what and, and and there could be some tight ends out there as well. It doesn't have to be the wide receiver. Uh, you know what? What are some of the free agent, either in a trade possibility or a signing possibility for the Giants to uh, better uh, their crew to help Daniel Jones this coming season? Yeah, I mean, look, there. It's that's that's the the main key. Remember, Giants are in a spot where they could draft one that that they like, right? They're maybe not the the first wide receiver taken. But given that we see, we have some of the tea leaves are now becoming clear. Like Carolina is clearly going to take a quarterback. And so they maybe fear that other people that are picking up high are going to take quarterbacks too, which means the potential for a wide receiver at a little bit lower number becomes a little bit higher, right? So number one, I think that they'll have to draft and probably draft for speed. And two, I think the reunion of a guy like Gabe Davis makes so much sense because you saw what happened with Isaiah Hodgins, right? Isaiah Hodgins was super productive. He's a wide receiver four on another team, right? But this is what happens when he understands the system and Ryan Dable gets in the right opportunities. 
So I do like that. But I also think Adam Thielen could be pretty useful as well, given, you know, look, we, we forget about how good Adam Thielen was before Justin Jefferson exploded, but that doesn't mean that there's no return on return for, for an Adam Thielen. So I, those are two that kind of stand out as decent fits. One, you, like, you really do want a mix of, like, mature guys who know routes and understand concepts and route trees and how to evade defenses. But, two, you also want guys who have, like, like Gabe Davis deep is a really beautiful thing. So that's a that, – to me, I would love that combo for the Giants. Great stuff as always, uh, Cynthia. Always appreciate your time, especially as early as it is out there on the left coast, you waking up to join us. Thank you, my friend. Enjoy the rest of your Any Sunday fun time. day. You know it. You, you know, me and Gordy, my dog, we are, we are so happy to do it all the time. You're the best. Love you, girl. Love you. Cynthia Freeland joining us here on 98.7 ESPN. We come back, we'll take your calls. Uh, also, heading into our final hour, Tobin Anderson is going to join us, head coach of Fairly Dickinson University. Why? His men made it to the big dance. So excited for them. We'll get him on. We'll talk some March Madness. A few more games remaining today. And then March Madness Selection Sunday tonight. Really exciting. And then I don't know about you, but all week long, I'm going to be playing around with the bracket, putting it together, you know, um, and, uh, and, and trying to win some pools. So we'll, we'll, we'll talk some March Madness with you uh, coming up in the third hour. Anita Marks on this Sunday morning here at 90.70 SPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, We know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.